0: Jeremiah Johnson.
1: Welcome to the Lost at Home Podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And we are
2: back to do a weird little bit of promotional work here. We have a sponsor, uh Bambox, one Someone. of the best subscription boxes on the market. And they sent us a Bambox. Yes. So what we're gonna do right now is we are on Periscope uh, for anyone live. And if you're not watching this on Periscope, you're listening to this whenever in your car, in your home, yeah. at the gym. And uh, what you're hearing is us uh, live streaming an unboxing of the very product we've been pushing for the last several weeks.
1: We'll do our best to describe things uh, wonderfully as we uh, do the unboxing. But uh, we, we were very excited to get this in the mail. We did not expect it for this podcast. So we were – first, first thing I want to notice – uh, or I did notice. Oh, this, that's my address. Is oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people coming to my house and be like, "I hate your show. I'm gonna kill your family." Is the fact that it's priority mail, which made me feel very important right off the bat. So thank you very much, Bambox, for making me feel important, important, nice. important.
2: Now, um, Bambox is a absolutely amazing subscription box service. Unlike other ones that are on the market now, that give you like a Funko Pop and a T-shirt and some random crap. This company actually gives you, and feel free to cut it open and start the process. I think I will. Um, this company gives you a subscription box that carries within it autographed items and higher value items such as Hollywood replicas and other geek funness. Oh. Uh, we're gonna try to open it without knocking the mics.
1: Yes, and uh, and I also have to try to talk into the mic because we're also recording this for the folks uh, listening on the podcast. First thing I notice, uh, well, the first thing that excited me is the existence of the One Up uh, card. Which is awesome because that means some item in here has been uh, enhanced, if you will, or bumped up to a higher level. Yep. Some um, uh, some
2: boxes, when you order them, will randomly have a one-up card, yep. and it means oh, you okay. got a better box than someone else.
1: Uh, and this one, actually, it says what it is, but I'm going to wait till we actually get to that item, because now I kind of ruined a little bit of the surprise for me. But, uh, Just hold it back, when, then. Once we, once we get to it, we will mention it. So we also noticed this uh, nice little, what would you call that? It's uh, a pin. A pin? pin?
2: And it is Spider-Mander. It is a crossover of Charmander oh, okay. and Spider-Man. And awesome. It's
1: actually fucking awesome. Looks pretty cool. I'm, po- I'm a Pokemon po- fan and, and, and a
2: Spider-Man fan, so that's, that's pretty cool.
1: That's that's very cool. I'll let you have that one. That's uh, before we even get into the goodies, so let's get into the goodies now. Oh. All okay.
2: right. We're into the box. All right. We have a few viewers on Periscope, so hopefully they're enjoying this to some level. Uh, so for those of you listening, what we've seen when we open the box is immediately one of those one sheets, uh, glossy piece of paper that tells you about everything that's in the box.
1: I'm actually going to ignore it for gonna the I'm going to ignore moment. it for now because we'll let's try to see what we get before. Okay. We're right off the bat. It looks like... Okay, it says check out these VR apps because we, right off the bat, one of the big items here is the cardboard VR glasses. There's a Google cardboard.
2: Google cardboard. That is the uh, Google version of virtual reality where you can fold that up, put it on your head, and you can stick in any phone or any device that's uh, that's video capable. Right, yeah. And you basically have a poor man's VR. I've been wanting one of these for a while, so this is actually a great get for me. Awesome. Uh, I can't right. wait to use it. The The main Star Wars app, for instance, uses oh, that.
1: Some awesome paper, which I've been looking for some of this stuff. Now, that's
2: not just any paper. That is a balled-up wad of packing paper, and... Every geek loves packing paper.
1: Turns out this was the one-up item, actually. They that was the one-up it, item. It we got we got an enhanced yeah, box. It with was normally paper. it was normally toilet paper, and they actually gave us no. Just kidding, everybody. Just kidding, everybody. Actually, why don't I go to the one-up item because I believe this is it because it's not one of those.
2: That's a very fancy box. Are you about to propose to me? I am. Jer, oh, okay. Lost at Home podcast first. Jer is about to pr- propose to a here, married man.
1: Here we have uh, a. New- oh wait, shit! That's actually a ring. That's what I think yeah. is actually funny. Is not it? no, no, and I like it I, said, like I, a ring I, I box. ruined I ruined the uh, surprise for myself, but I didn't want to for you. No, this that actually is, looked like this, a ring box. This is a a nice eighteen karat gold uh, plated Lord of the Rings invisibility ring, limited to only six hundred. Now this is the one I, item because the one that comes in most boxes is it's uh, hard to actually get that just, on Paris Just dumb clear. old silver, but uh, no.
2: What we actually got here is a, uh, a gold plated replica mm. of the
1: ring from Lord of the Rings. It's very precious. Uh so you got the glasses. I'm gonna take this one then. Um, yeah, and uh, I got okay. the piece of cardboard. Jer gets gold and something poisonous. <laughs> apparently, uh, let's see Some, something something poisonous. What is this? Uh, do you know what this is?
2: That is magnetic might. It is magnetic thinking putty. Uh, my daughter oh, okay. and all of her friends in the uh, in her school, they are collectors of this kind of putty. It's like a hip thing right now in grade schools. Uh, basically, it's like uh, it's like Silly Putty. So when you hear kids but the talk idea about putty, is, it's not like some it, new
1: crazy bath salt drug or No, no. They're just playing with the toy. But
2: these are all, uh, yeah. they have different properties. Some glow under infrared light. Some glow under regular light. Uh, some change color with heat. Some are magnetic. Uh, it's actually a craze right now, but it's so like youth, young, that uh, you not being a parent, probably, you know.
1: I had not heard of it. No. Yeah. Uh looks like we are down to, oh, it looks like two items here. And looks like, oh, it looks like we got one out of the... They look, but they're both. We have two items. Two, two signed items actually, which is great because one out of every ten boxes is apparently. So this is. uh, I can't tell by the um, uh, the signature. That is an autographed
2: picture of Wolverine. I saw in the back it had an authenticity, and it's also. Oh, uh, artist artist
1: uh, Rick Martin is the person who did this art print, and uh, okay, this is gorgeous. Um, so signed and numbered by artist Rick Martin. Uh, this is really awesome. Um, might yeah, I'm be Meschi getting the back right now. Might be uh, might be consuming this one because the next one looks pretty awesome too. So I don't think you'll be too. Disappointed, and I already read what this one was yeah, about. Yeah, this
2: is the exact kind of stuff you find at cons when you run into that. Yeah. Just the right artist where you love them and you love what they do. So the next do. one,
1: uh, this one is a... Is oh, so- and I'm yeah.
2: a huge Flash fan.
1: Okay, and this one is actually signed by uh, Tony Todd. Uh, people who don't know that name actually, I believe, unless it's a different Tony Todd. He, is, oh, the is, vo- he okay. is the
2: voice of Zoom on Flash. Right, right, yeah. But he's also, and I know that name, what is he also?
1: Well, because well, I was wondering if it was the same Tony Todd. It's, the same, it's Candyman, yeah. It's so, the guy who played Candyman. Yep. Yeah. Dude, that is so, so cool. So because that I wasn't, I didn't want to say it, and then r- find out it was a totally different Tony Todd, and I feel like an idiot. But it is the same Tony Todd, apparently. Because I've not watched much of The Flash, but oh, I don't know. so
2: we but, uh we got a autographed art print, an autographed photo print. We got a gold Hollywood replica of the Lord of the Rings ring. And this
1: one you can't tell on Periscope probably, but this has like some awesome like I don't know uh, metallic kind of qualities with the, the way the light hits it and stuff.
2: So, we got. This putty, which I guess a lot of people probably, if you're a little older, may not quite get how cool this is, but everyone loves this stuff right now, and it's expensive as hell. This container, probably $15 in a store alone, let alone a replica of the Lord of the Rings ring in, what was it, 18 karat gold? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. God, I don't even know what that is. So, based on the price that you would pay with our 10% discount using the offer code uh, LAH10, this whole box would probably cost you about 20, 22 bucks and i got to say the value alone is probably easy easily well, some, over 50 some of,
1: them, some of them technically can't really even price because they're unique they're uh uh what do i want to say uh not unique um specific to this box like you get the those oh don't don't, stuff don't like forget that. the paper oh yeah the upgraded oh, paper the upgraded paper the one up i don't all want all right that. so that's our I mean,
2: unboxing uh we're going to move on from that so if you were listening on periscope thank you very much for tuning in yep
1: Thank you very much for that. And anybody at home uh, listening to this on a couple days from now or so, thank you for listening to this uh, random unboxing. Hopefully we we're descriptive enough. But if we weren't, you can always check us out on Periscope and actually watch the recorded version of
2: this. And you can follow us on Periscope. Uh, I, I'm actually the active Periscope user. Jer, you have maybe once? Never. With
1: Never. With you. With you. We with are, me. With Lost at Home, We used to, we, when you first got all gung-ho about it, it was about when we were doing the ChaseCon, I think, and we were like yep. Chase Conning and we we were having like a, a blast and Periscope and like a motherfucker so yeah,
2: uh, yeah uh, Bandbox uh, go to the com and you'll see a banner for them at the top of our page click on that and what'll happen is you can buy it and it'll help the show, but you can also use the offer code L A H ten to get ten percent off your order.
1: And this next month is uh, the eighties, nineteen eighties, which is gonna be awesome. I'm looking Star forward Wars to is
2: that. on the poster, so I gotta figure there's a Star Wars item in that. Box. And so is
1: Back to the Future on the poster. So yeah, who I know knows. Some, something, something cool. Okay, first of all, they're gonna have some. I cool want pop a real lightsaber
2: so. and a DeLorean signed by Jake Lloyd. <laughs> That should bring the value down enough to make it a believable item. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, from this point, let's jump right into the show.
1: Web dropping. Good.
2: All right. So, Jerry, you brought our first story to the docket today.
1: I did. This one has a little backstory to it. A uh, good friend of mine, Michael Bautigi, was in town this past weekend, and uh, shout
2: out uh, to Mike Bautigi, yeah,
1: Boston O's, JP baby, it's wicked cool. Uh, so so he was in town and uh, we were hanging out and uh, he I, I wanted to like make a I don't know some silly stupid rap song or something with him and him and his uh, girlfriend Stephanie at the uh, uh, were hanging out and had like Stephanie brought the story to me about uh, men who live as dogs and this was on uh, I don't know was it the Guardian I think. Um,
2: and yes, this definitely came from the Guardian. So
1: this was from the Guardian, and also uh, about like there's a new uh, documentary out there called "The Secret Life of the Human Pups." And the thing about it is, it's it's like a sympathetic look at people's like this kind of you won't even necessarily call it like a we we've covered like uh, kinks and stuff like that on on the show. Like if you you know got certain fetishes and things, uh, and this one technically is derived from a fetish. Uh, but it actually is a little bit deeper. These people—the thing that struck me about it is, these people—it's it, a sympathetic documentary because the people want a little bit of respect for what they do. But at the same time, I'm sorry, what they do is to each their own, absolutely. Okay. But when you come don't, forward, don't kink shame. I'm, I'm, I'm Hash, not.
2: Ha, this episode brought to you by hashtag kink shame.
1: Oh yeah, so the bandbox is done. Where we broke, we opened that one up. Now no, we're no, on our, to our kink new shame. sponsor. Hashtag kink, <laughs> kink shame. shame. Uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so I, you know, we're we're not one to do that, you know, to each their own and things like that. And I, I absolutely have a,
2: what you do behind your closed doors does not matter to yeah, anyone and, and, and unless and, and honestly, you live in Texas. Yeah, and, and honestly, <laughs> call, forward. <laughs> call forward, call
1: forward. I like that. Uh, we've been doing a lot of call forwards lately. I like those. Uh, so anyway, the thing, but the thing is, though, like I, I read this article on the Guardian, and it did make me feel like throwing I mean, up <laughs> because they're wrong. Period. End of story. Next fucking story. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> think it's well, like I, I get it. like just like I would watch when I watched the uh, insane clown Posse documentary and I actually felt a little bit for them. granted, this is totally different. These are people who just have a certain kink and they're sick of being like uh, looked down upon or laughed at. But at the same time there is something where you have to realize like you're you're expecting culture to catch up a little too fast. and I'm not saying you can't expect culture to right, we catch still, up.
2: We still have issues with gay rights. We' we're, we're
1: fighting. Fucking like transgender the, the, bathroom. The, the Republicans rights. created a bathroom problem and now are fighting it, which is ridiculous. It was never a problem, mm. and then they they created the shit that all of a sudden became a problem because they fucking created it. That kind of thing. So I definitely don't want to like be part of that shaming thing. But some of this is very. First of all, it's just a very interesting story. To be, to I think it's with. interesting at its base.
2: I mean, the only thing I find weird about the entire story, and we'll get into the details because I'm sure you guys are all on the edge of your seats right now because we keep dancing around it yeah um i'd say i, I uh, think that yeah. whatever you do do just yeah. you don't need to then maybe post it all over social media and get butthurt about other people's reactions because like you said before they haven't caught up to you yet well,
1: and the thing is though, like it's fine to post or at least it. caught it, up to tolerance it, and i understand like uh of like posting it and everything like that it, because you should because but it, no no no
2: it, no you said you should you don't have to you don't have you, to. you can have kids you behind closed doors yes you could be like the governor of Vermont, and when your shift ends at the Capitol building, you go home. You put a ball gag in, and like a really big bear-like man whips you.
0: Yeah, and guess I'm-
2: guess what? You don't tell anyone about that. You just go home and enjoy it. Cool, but I'm saying like the, don't, don't they, they, they expect the rest of the world to but, but, I'm,
1: but I'm saying they shouldn't have to live behind closed doors, and it should be okay to like post that stuff. But you also should realize where culture really is right. at the time, and not be that people surprised are not as when accepting people react as some a people are. Now, I'm not saying it's it's right for people to be ignorant and and react a certain way. But um, that being said, next week look for uh, a new track by Sonic Jalopy and the Pup Boys um, that is. Uh, totally going against everything I just said and to- completely sh- uh, shitting all over this uh, way of... Not really. It's making fun of this way of life, but let me get back into There's the a way to
2: be parody and at the same time accepting. Yeah,
1: and actually some of the lyrics I haven't written all of mine yet, that's why it's coming out next week, are going to be like, you know, tongue-in-cheek and uh, but uh, also like... A little respectful, at least of knowing... Like, doing a little bit of research there.
2: Yeah. Have we even I, talked I, I about just, what
1: this is yet? I can Nobody, just... i can just I like to move on to the story.
2: So, like we don't even tell people no, I can just hear this in my head right now. Like, I'm a pup. What's up? I like yeah, to was, be on Instagram and, and Tumblr and not get hate speech at me. Yeah. It's not the best rap, but it's very socially conscious.
1: It's very socially conscious. And that's what real rap is, right? So anyway, so this is... Finally, we'll get to, down to it. Uh, these are, are people uh, who... Dress up as dogs and act out uh, dog fantasies, if you will. Not like, um, they're not even all sexual and they're not even like all constant, but these people have, like, okay, first of all, it was really impressive. You look at some of the pictures, and maybe we'll post a picture or two on the actual uh, show notes or something. They're their, uh, costumes, if you will, or, or whatever. They're they are, practically cosplaying are, are as really, dogs. Really, really good. Like, they're interesting. Like, they'll have a. They call them dog hoods on, and it's pretty much like the ears and, like, the yeah. face. It looks like you have a muzzle. And they'll have, like, a tongue wagging or whatever like that. Um, this
2: is uh, – I did do research before the show came on, and this is actually, like, a slightly more extreme offshoot of just regular pet play. Yeah, or, like, which furry is Which is, is something that you just, often yeah, yeah, will see yeah. – well, no, I mean, even, like, a, yeah, a softer version yeah. where, like, yeah. it's simply someone on a leash. Yeah, or someone who does some like stupid little thing. Well, these people. But then it goes live... up to furries. Yeah, and I think furries are even not quite as far up as
1: this. Well, these people like really adopt, committal. and they really adopt a, a sort of a lifestyle uh, based around, And It's not even like a constant lifestyle, but when they're in pup mode, they actually really act like a dog. They eat out of a dog bowl. They'll be in their suit. They have and they have a handler because they actually feel like if they're a dog without a collar or without an owner, they're a stray, and you don't want to be a stray. So they actually find this. Uh, this very like uh, symbiotic relationship with somebody who wants to kind of be your owner so it's almost like uh, you know dominatrix or S&M style where there's like somebody but part of it is that once just... again
2: it's another offshoot yeah. technically of all of uh, that of,
1: of BDSM actually it is very it very much came out of that like uh, it, it is very while it's not uh, d- specific to gay males it is very popular in the like BDSM gay male culture anyway. With I like, think with I like found our show image
2: with um, uh, Spot, the, Hexy, and Tebow oh, the posing yeah. in the photo together. And like that's one, a really good photo. And one of them
1: has like the tongue thing hanging out there. Yep. Uh, but the thing about this is, okay, first of all, it seems like they put a lot of uh, time into it. But not only that, but they have actually what they call a Mr. Puppy Europe competition, which is actually, uh, it's part beauty pageant, part talent show, and part crufts, which is uh, like the uh, big so, dog show.
2: Don't say another word. The next thing I want to hear out of your mouth is, where can we stream this? (laughs) Uh,
1: We could probably find out and go online and and share a link to that at some point. Or periscope us watching it. uh, Live stream reaction to the Mr. Puppy Europe competition. The thing that struck me the coolest about this is apparently some of them have mechanical tails that wag. Like, that's so fucking cool. Wait. I want a fucking mechanical tail. I'm not like a pup. You mean like they have a,
2: the gears and motors on their butt? butt or the small of their back? That I'm, like- I'm
1: guessing it's part of the costume, right? And they can, like, control it somehow. And they show when they're happy by wagging their tail. Huh. I think like that's a lot of good work going into that stuff. Uh, but anyway, you know, there's been a lot of psychology like going on around this about like what it really means. Some people do it all the time, pretty much. And there was actually one where the person was like, "Oh yeah, when I was working in the PC world, they used to be like an IT person. Um, I got in trouble because they used to like repair computers, and they used to go around and like nip their coworkers and stuff in the shirt, and they got in trouble, especially when one time came in uh, one person came in." And they were holding a piece of the computer they were supposed to be fixing in their mouth, like a dog would, because they thought it they thought it would be cute or something. And oh guess my what? God. No, guess what? The customer didn't fucking understand no. it. And guess what? You also, pro- like, I know computers enough where most things you're not supposed to put in your mouth. Well, at the same time, it's like it's 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 your kink. I don't care how much
2: you feel like it's your lifestyle you leave it at home or outside
1: of at least or, business or, 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 hours or or like with with the groups where like because there it's it's like it's like having a hobby or something like that and even if that's how you identify it's different than identifying sexually internally as something and wanting to be perceived as like, if you're, in a, if you're into, if you're like, you're a man, it's, yeah. it's different than transgender. But if you're, in you're into like opinion.
2: scat or something, you just don't go to work and be like, Hey, Alice, and throw a turd on her desk and be like, presents.
1: Oh, that's why my HR department's been calling me all night tonight. All those tears. Yeah, yeah, because I've been taking dumps all over the place. And I, you know, oh
2: now, God. now, what I love here is when I was reading through the article, there was one person who, uh, he went by the name. David, which I don't know if that's real or not. It's certainly not a dog's name, but he said he works in academia. Now I want
1: want a dog, so I can just just call him David.
2: David. He says that a puppy uh, play is an escape from the analytical world because it's uh, totally nonverbal. It's pre-rational, pre-conscious. It's It's instinctive instinctive and emotional. emotional.
1: I actually had all of those highlighted in my notes too, so I'm glad you caught it. It's
2: the uh, the part of the story that uh, struck me the most because he said within every uh, puppy is a person. It's part of my identity, but it's only a part. I'm also a vegetarian play piano, and have a parrot. I was planting tomatoes on my allotment this morning. I can go months without going into pup space.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, I mean... But that was was the one... He he has a parrot, so... I was actually curious about how that happened, like how that works when... He's well, in pup space. He eats it. He gets yeah. a new parrot. Yeah, he's he's say, saying, <laughs> he gets like a new parrot once a month. And he yeah. goes into pup space. He's like, oh, it's, fuck. He just learns. them. like, I love you, David. <laughs> I love you too, parrot.
2: Yeah. David, you're the best. <laughs> and then he's like, huh? Oh, guess I'm going to be a pup now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, just fucking feathers.
2: David, David, <laughs>
1: yeah. David. It's just like, and then, and then like once a month, there's that pest where you're like, oh, man, that guy that thinks he's a dog is in here to buy a new parrot. God damn it. Uh,
2: I can't wait till the, he moves out of his house and the donors move right in car.
1: and it's just haunted by the ghosts
2: of all these parrots. <laughs> no! Which, don't eat me!
1: All night long, just these aspirations. And it's like nobody knows the person who like lived there before, so they're just really fucking confused at yeah. what all of it means. They like, don't even no. see the bird. Just like, the like, voice. like, For a second, it's David the person, and all of a sudden, David, no, you're not a dog! <laughs> Remember that! Don't eat me, David!
2: Oh, Jesus. There was that phase where you just watch Ellen, you know. We're all going to dance. We're all going to dance. Don't murder me. <laughs> oh, David. Uh, so David it, and your <laughs> Ellen fetish. <laughs> well,
1: it's very interesting. Uh, it, uh, interesting story. And I definitely, like, at first was, like, laughing about it and enough to make a, uh, a fake, stupid hip-hop song with my buddy about it. But by the time I was done the article, I haven't even watched the documentary. Uh, by the time I got done the article, I, like, I totally get it. I, I, I get people who who uh, need to identify with something and I don't really judge people for the most part but I do also know what reality is so I know if I have something like weird behind the scenes in my head it's not
2: really judging it's just having a good center within yourself to understand that there's a time and a place period no matter what it doesn't matter what it is in your life you don't always need to fly your freak flag.
1: Exactly. I've got plenty of freak things going on behind the scenes. Everyone do. does. Yeah. Everyone.
2: We absolutely don't want to insult and, and, anyone. And, and
1: the thing is, though, like you said, time and a place. Like, guess what? When you work at a PC shop, you can't put shit in your mouth. Because like, it's you-
2: the most politically correct place you're going to
1: be. <laughs> a PC <laughs> shop is literally PC the shop. definition of
2: politically correct. You
1: need to keep your shit in rain. That's right. It's right. I think you and I, I think I didn't quite make that clear what that, uh, the, the, the PC... W- world was but uh, that's enough for that I dog people uh, look for uh, a song next week we'll be going out on that will be my hip hop version pretty much uh, going against everything I just said in terms of acceptance Um, so call me a hypocrite if you will but next week I'm going to be lampooning everything that I just uh, talked about so uh, we're going to go on to some uh, new stories now Uh, one of them Scott brought to the table
2: alright so what we have here are meat wielding extremists and that may not mean a lot to you unless you live within the vegan community we actually talked a little bit the other week about freely and her uh weird banana diet and her uh, need to force us all to adopt her style of life uh, though she may be a uh, a fugly slash hot australian um, she pretty much said, if you weren't a vegan, you should die. Yeah. Um. Now that's extreme. She's an extremist. She's a yep. vegan extremist. But, but now
1: we've got the other side of that, which we, is a, a t- extremist attacking.
2: We creator. absolutely do. We have a vegan cafe in Tbilisi that has been the center of what has been a ultra nationalist attack um, against the uh, the vegan practice, if you will. Uh, This took place in uh, Tbilisi, which is Georgian capital, on Sunday evening. This is only, uh, when you're hearing this, probably three or four days ago. Uh, The police are investigating what appeared to be a neo-Nazi-esque meat-based attack on a vegan cafe. Uh, According to the people who were there, uh, a bunch of people came in wearing meat, smoking cigarettes and throwing sausages and other meat products at the uh, patrons of this place. Uh, the worry here is less actually about the fact that they were weird neo-Nazi, ultra uh throwing meat at vegans. It appears to be that there's a very strong connotation with the vegan community and LGBT and other uh, smaller niche uh, social groups. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the idea and, is, and especially they looked weren't like in this
1: area, especially there was like what they consider various alternative lifestyles kind of uh, coalesce in this kind of community.
2: Yeah. What, what it almost appears to be was almost a hate crime. Like, and
1: it had less to do with even a hate crime against vegans, but against this uh, general alternative. Uh, this. This mesh of alternative lifestyles,
2: but this um, is also all coming from the people who uh, support the cafe, were in the cafe, and who live around it. They all basically said this is a very nice business. Everyone kind of likes it. And what? Oh, happened... What about the neo
1: Nazis? Who is listening to them, Scott? Are you going to be the voice of the neo Nazis right now?
2: Oh, absolutely not. But okay,
1: thank you. <laughs> I was wondering how much you hated vegans enough to be like, you know what? I don't. Gonna fucking... I
2: absolutely don't hate vegans. I, I hate know you don't, vegan dude. culture.
1: I, well, I think we've we've talked about this before. I actually respect it's uh, asshole. I, I actually respect about a hundred and ten percent of what vegans stand for, but I one, absolutely I don't. I don't buy that one hundred percent of vegans stand for what they say they do. And two, I'm not for the type of preachiness and the fact that they're willing to hurt their own cause with their preachiness because they care more about being like seen as this all like amazing like caring vegan but they real don't realize that if they actually just tone things down a little bit they could do way more for their cause than if they actually fucking were that staunch of a vegan. Exactly. Which tells me they care less about their actual cause and more about being seen as somebody who cares about their cause. And, and that's I see- again a blanket statement most vegans I know do not act that way but unfortunately just like Conservative Republicans of the right wing and crazy, stupid liberals on this side. The people who represent the niche uh, are the people that make Vegan the videos and stuff like that. Like we see them as the representatives. We when we talk about Republicans and conservatives, we're talking about the crazy fucking right wingers. That's not the bulk of people who vote Republican, but.
2: No, that is yeah. absolutely true. And but unfortunately, um, those
1: are the people who make the fucking headlines.
2: And I got to say, I don't condone neo-Nazism. I don't condone uh, uh, hurting a business for no reason. And the fact that they simply walked in and threw meat at people is both hilarious, yeah, on face value, and also despicable because these people are just trying to eat dinner. Like yeah. they probably brought their kids out. And I know from experience, I don't know what it's like in uh, the Georgian capital, but. Uh, in America when you eat out dinner, you expect a good experience because it you costs, not to get meat uh, thrown at you. Yeah. It costs money. Like so
1: I even eating meat, I wouldn't want to get a bunch of fucking like chicken wings thrown at me. I don't know, it just sounds like more wings. If I had like a, if I knew it was gonna happen, I could have like a basket, a catcher's okay. mitt. I, I ch- like a. I'm <laughs> gonna bring a catcher's mitt like to the K- next
2: like local bar wing KFC night. KFC catcher's mitt,
1: yeah. like it actually like is branded. Okay, I, I, I chose the wrong thing because honestly, I would probably eat fucking chicken wings off the ground. Uh, but uh, you know, if somebody who's throwing like raw steaks at me, I especially so.
2: dry rubbed ones, because they won't pick up as much matter from the ground, that's and if true, they do, you true. won't be able to tell. You won't the be difference. able to
1: tell. It just be like a piece of like spice or whatever like that. Yeah, I picked the wrong thing, man. Because honestly, I would like you could you could soak. Uh, fucking uh, wings in dog shit, and I would probably just be like, "Oh, sweet, dry rub dog shit wings," and I'd fucking love them. Pup play wingdings. They're my crush. They're probably the one pup, reason I pup play wingdings. Hashtag be a pure this show. Pup play wingdings. That might be the. Might be the name. We could <laughs> Start writing some names down. Come on, man. All
2: right, now speaking of neo Nazis, I want to move on to the next story, which is Taylor Swift has become the newest American I. No, 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 not no, American no, Idol. No, 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 she, no was, she became she was, the newest uh, Nazi idol. Oh,
1: neo-Nazi idol, yeah. Yep. Uh neo Nazis
2: love Taylor Swift, which is amazing because I feel like they would be the only people who do. Uh Tatoff Swiftler, as uh, Ralph Garmin, who shameless plug we had on our show a couple weeks ago from Kevin Smith's Hollywood Babylon, right, yep. uh coined the phrase Tatoff Swiftler because he believes earnestly in his heart that Taylor Swift is a Nazi.
1: Basically Hitler. Okay, here's the thing I I kind of
2: agree. I'm a huge Taylor Swift hater. I cannot stand no, I it. her, and
1: I, and I get that, and I, and I actually understand uh, some of the hate, especially um, in because the, she in, hates women and slut well, shames. Well, but but here's She's the thing: the biggest It'd hater be, of if, women. It, at- it would be one thing if you just like were uh, wh- like just a slut shamer or something like that. Um, if you were at least owning it, but the fact that she Act tries to play the, the fact that she tries to play the feminist card while also kind of being anti feminist, yeah. which, I mean, generally, the people who call her out are, like, Jezebel and these, like, I feminists. know, it's like, yeah. it's like a
2: Mother, what is it? Mother Jones, mother Jones and, and, Jezebel, and Jezebel, they call yeah. her out a lot, because, yeah, she, because she a lot will of the go around she's, saying, much,
1: she's trying to preach her very specific way of what she believes a woman should be, uh, while also, also promoting some of the shit that she actually, like, is against. But the thing is, though, well, regardless of that, like, uh, first of all, I wouldn't be surprised if Taylor Swift, based on her upbringing and stuff, was a little bit like, you know, racist or something. Like, we all have a little bit in our heart of something of, of ignorance. I'm pretty sure she's not a neo Nazi, uh, you know, but, but I do love the conspiracy. The conspiracy sure. is hilarious and it's awesome. And the fact, okay, the thing that's not a conspiracy is the fact, this is just fact, the neo Nazis love her. They're like yep, she, they, is she is an Aryan goddess. they is labeled she, her Aryan goddess. She looks goddess. like she looks like fucking Daenerys Targaryen, like style. Not as hot as Amelia Clark, but you know uh, she's got like the blonde hair like and p- like
2: people roll their eyes at me after I say I hate her, but then I go,
1: but you know what? She's pretty
2: hot. She actually yeah, is. I hate to say it. I, it, it makes she's, me she's, stomach. like, she's, not. No, she's cute. Up.
1: She's she's cute and she has like an attractive quality to her and everything. But like, uh, I mean, I wouldn't. She, she's like girl next door. Uh, hot. She's got like a you know like. But but definitely Aryan qualities like yeah porcelain bl- like skin blonde hair I think she's got, she's got she has brown, brown, brown hair eyes. now yeah, but yeah, yeah. but
2: yeah she had a song even called Red Pill which uh, basically uh, said, kill kill the th- Jews kill kill the Jews with a red do, pill do
1: do shake it off, shake it off I think that was a Taylor Swift song. I have song.
2: no clue. I don't think I've ever heard one of her songs. I don't care about her music. I've read lyrics to her songs, which is where uh, well, which the, is where thing. I've seen the uh, slut shaming.
1: All right, well Scott, well I'm going to I'm going to give you something right now. Uh, that was uh, that's not one of her songs. It was Joe. She doesn't actually have a song that says kill kill the Jews. Oh, damn it. I, 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 <laughs> based on know. this article I thought she did. I was really you were really hoping like maybe I was the one that was going to blow the lid off this, be like, "Hey, wait a minute. Nobody else heard that song, kill kill the Jews?" KK the J. KK the J. <laughs> <laughs> wow! All right, so <laughs> I'm not saying it. Taylor Swift said it in no. my fucking weird theoretical way, like wasteland of uh, imagination.
2: No, okay, we're gonna do a couple quotes here, and this is basically to give you a little background on why this is even a thing. Because anyone can just go on the internet and say Taylor Swift Nazi, Tadoff Swiftler, you know, it, all that stuff is fine, and you know, it's internety. It's what happens. It's what happens when you're famous. But what we have here is Andre Anglin. He is the writer of the white supremacist blog, The Daily Stormer, which is like a, the considered... a kind of a cool name for a blog. And by the thing the way. is, so well,
1: apparently it's like the young hipster. Uh, it's 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 hipster.
2: It's called the alt
1: right. Yes, the alt right, which is like the hipster, which a lot of like the the traditional. You know, there are real like traditional conservative uh, uh, neo Nazis who don't like this guy because he's a little too like hipster and true. Sure, it's an alternative right wing. But apparently, this guy also like gets people to like write on his blog and stuff that aren't necessarily considered like like crazy right wing or crazy extremist or anything. That actually get he's actually really successful, kind of like ISIS style of getting people who don't necessarily have the extremist like ideals yet just to come in through the door and then he can fuck with their heads.
2: Uh, let's see. We're gonna go through uh, a couple quotes here uh, done by Andre Anglin to uh, basically give you an idea of exactly how far the uh, alt-right has taken the conspiracy. <laughs> I don't even want to use that word. Just their belief of their belief. what yeah, Taylor yeah, Swift it's, is. It's true. Yeah. All right. I mean, their <clears> belief
1: <throat> is true, not true.
2: Yeah, okay. First, Taylor Swift is a pure Aryan goddess, like something out of classic Greek poetry. Athena reborn, that's the most important thing. That's my, uh, that's my German accent. So we're gonna move on from that to uh. It's also an established fact that Taylor Swift is secretly a Nazi. It is simply waiting for a time when Donald Trump makes it safe for her to come out and announce her Aryan agenda to the world probably she will be betrothed to Trump's son and they will be crowned American royalty
1: that, uh, that's first, my first best goal.
2: German accent I will apologize for well, uh, missing a to few do, beats I
1: don't think you have to do a German accent because this is, no, he this was is German. a neo-nazi right?
2: well yeah I believe all all neo-nazis are German
1: I saw Romper Stomper. I think I don't think that guy was German.
2: Well, I do apologize if that I was, missed any beats there or if I butchered any local dialects. My uh, my German accent is not the best. I, I do apologize. It sounded pretty
1: goddamn good to me. It sounded just like a neo-Nazi does in my head when I when I have to like read something a neo-Nazi said. Uh, I do like the fact that they uh, they have first of all clearly love Trump and assume that uh, she is going to be uh, married to
2: Trump's youngest betrothed, son. right? Yeah, yeah, youngest son. Yeah. He,
1: Trump's youngest son, if
2: I do remember correctly, is 10 years old. Really? Taylor Swift is 29. Oh, man. Do you think he's going
1: to—I mean, she's hot now, but— I mean, I watch Game of Thrones, so I believe
2: anything is possible at this point.
1: Spoiler alert. Anything is possible in the Game of Thrones. I was going to say, what? <laughs> like, what was your spoiler? Because I, I Anything is possible in the Game of Thrones. That's why. But, yeah, um, we
2: all knew Taylor Swift was uh, a douchebag, a, a woman hater, a slut shamer, and uh, now she's a neo-Nazi. She's a Nazi. She's a Nazi. Everybody so.
1: just fucking put it out there. Um, probably not, but, you know, totally. Uh, now— uh oh, we've got another story.
2: Well, the next story that we have, I really wish we had Bruce Bruce around for. He's not here this week. Uh, we actually tried contacting him. Uh, just didn't work out. He's actually on a princess cruise again. Uh, he really likes those princess cruises. I think he misinterprets the nomenclature
1: well, I really
2: thinks he thinks they're full of, like, hot, fuckable princesses. Yeah, but, like, they actually Disney cruises for little girls. Yeah,
1: but every time he's just, like, really bummed, like, he's just hoping their moms will show up at some point. And he
2: like, always ends up having sex with the same Sleeping Beauty every Disney princess cruise. Well, yeah, but thing is, though, like, first of all, that's a reason to take it again, too. It, it's for, actually the Pocahontas that he just gives a roofie to, I believe.
1: He, he but he... He calls he also, her Sleeping Beauty. Well, no, he, he's a good guy on that, but, like, he, um, he, he also... Though they're, they're paid for by Fosters too. Remember, like the reason, like we're all we're,
2: Disney Princess cruises are paid for and sponsored by Fosters. We're lucky that we get them Foster's. over here as
1: often because Fosters has been pretty damn nice to to like actually get them over on these Princess cruises. I mean, granted, it's because the, apparently they they uh, uh, own Disney. I didn't realize Foster owns Disney. But um, they're a huge company. They're a huge conglomerate. And Foster's actually owns Disney. And so is they're not really paying him anything. They're just giving him these free extra tickets. But the, I, I love the fact that we get Bruce Bruce over here from now and again. Uh, but we don't have him for this one. But this one is Australian-based. Now, what we have here
2: is a – here, I won't even read the title. I want to tell you the story.
1: I wish I could do, like, a good uh, Australian accent. But, I,
2: maybe I'll give it a try. There's a boy. couple quotes here from the news. Maybe I'll give it a try. Boy, boy. All right. So we have a South Australian woman will undergo surgery after her breast implants were ruptured during a kangaroo attack while she and a friend were out cycling. Uh, Sharon Heinrich, 45, Heinrich, <laughs> probably a Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> <laughs> Heinricha. Heinrich. 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 From Clare Valley. Heinricha. was Was cycling on the Riesling Trail, which... Just sounds like a place to drink, first of all. Well, I mean, literally. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. With, with her friend Helen Salter. When Hello. when the cute buck kangaroo jumped down from an embankment onto the two women, uh, Miss Heinrich said the kangaroo was about half a meter above them on the ledge on the trail. Half a meter. All right, here's, here's her first quote. Oi, he was cute. He was a very lovely kangaroo. Until he did what he did what he did. That sounds pretty Australian <laughs> right there. <laughs> Miss Heinrich told 891, ABC Adelaide. Did Adelaide. What he, what he did? He jumped down and took our cycles out and used myself a little as a little airbag, and then as, as he was taken, healing out and hopped away into the wilderness.
1: It's good. It's not bad. It's so not bad. It's yeah. so not bad. Better than I could do.
2: He's taking out the left side of me. And then as I as I go on to the tip, that's what he's pushed off. And he landed on Helen.
1: Oh, you're getting getting better there, actually. You sound pretty good.
2: So you probably couldn't tell what I said because the thick dialect. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, right, He yeah. basically landed on the two cyclists from above and uh landed on her boobs which popped her uh, they were, her implants. uh implants. Yeah, yeah. And then uh kind of like blindsided the other cyclist. and from then what I get like off.
1: yeah, she like they took out the bike, popped the boob implants, fucked up the other cyclist and ran. That's a badass motherfucking kangaroo. That's all. Now, I got.
2: Now, That's to bad. give you perspective, uh all you Americans, Miss Heinrich, Miss <gasps> Heinrich said uh she uh she said the kangaroo was well and truly taller than her yep. because she stands at 163 centimeters, which we all know is pretty. Five,
1: tall. four and uh,
2: nine half. feet.
1: Five, four and a half.
2: Five, four. Five, and no, nine five, feet. five,
1: four and about five, four and a quarter.
2: She said uh, she has three cracked ribs, a hurt leg, some grazes, and two ruptured breast implants.
1: So that was like a five and a half foot fucking kangaroo. Yeah.
2: And then we have a few last quotes by her here. Is it,
1: oi. Oi, they're
2: the implants of silicone and saline. And the saline will go through your body, but the silicone now congeals so it stays within you.
1: What a beauty.
2: The area that it's in is very painful. It's up there and it's with my cracked ribs. And then she says, oh, I'm scared, but I'm not ready for the pain on top of the cracked ribs. You see, because they're actually right behind that area. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you just gotta keep going. <laughs>
1: That's My beautiful, Australia. dude. Okay, I I, I I gotta say your Oscar was a little bit better when we started, and I don't know what the fuck happened, man. You just you, wait, just, wait, I, you just started to take. Oh, there's more. There's God damn more. it. God damn
2: it. She says, "Oi, please don't let anyone know that be scared of the reasoning Trail because it was beautiful. It's a beautiful ride up here because Skip played. I don't know what the fuck that means. What the fuck? Skip played like like the kangaroo played on her boobs."
1: Please. all right for the rest of the show talking like a
2: bad australian let's go roll next story
1: uh well actually this one can i talk like a bad texas congressman on this next one because that's what this one is all we about.
2: both should talk like um the pistol loving texas oil man from simpsons
1: Woo! every once in a while okay
2: Oof, oof. That might be harsh on the listener.
1: I think it might be, yeah. I guess yeah.
2: you do the text and all just keep going bad Australian. All right. I like how you actually like my early Australian the, and you realize it degraded as I no, tried you, harder. No,
1: you, you were – Yeah, because when it was just like fluid, it was sounding like pretty Australian for a second. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. You got a little bit – And then all of a sudden, I don't know, it just got like a <laughs> – like, angry, rape Australian. It was just like, oh! <laughs> Oi! It was just like... Well, I'm
2: gonna see terrible. if a Foster's kid will fit in your asshole.
1: It was just like, <laughs> bad improv or something. Yeah, oh my god. Those Fo- you mean one of the big Foster's cans? Like oh, yeah. Like, the 24s, the Bombers, man? Yeah, the Bombers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 There's like seven accents rolled into <laughs> <laughs> I mean thinking like for a second like I said it was I was like oh he's got it man and then there was like it was somebody who was just changing the channel on like the accents <laughs>
2: dude, like, do, do, no, do, Maybe go. maybe I'll talk to Bruce Bruce sometime to give me a few, uh, a few pointers. A few,
1: a few pointers on that? All right.
2: Because apparently I didn't do too bad. So. No,
1: no you, you you started to get it. It was good. I it was curious. Now let's
2: talk about these gay jack-o'-lanterns. What are we talking about? All right. So
1: here we got uh, – okay, I'm going to – like, Texas is at it again. We talked to the, uh, a couple weeks ago or whatever about Texas coming forward and accidentally pronouncing half of the state gay. By, the, by Texas, I mean Texas Republicans specifically with, like, some declaration. And these were state – Deep in the heart of Texas, oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh, you so taste so good. It's the good. song, right? It's the taste song. So good. Was that the intro for our new Texas segment? Oh, oh, yeehaw! Deep in
2: the heart of Texas,
1: Texas, you taste Texas, so good. I love you inside
2: of me, Texas. Oh, everything's oh. bigger in Texas. I never had a rib broken through my
1: anus before.
0: Oh, oh yeah, and my face
1: because they're getting double penetrated but uh, Eiffel Tower style so they got a dick going to their oh and they, the, the dicks play E.T. and the dicks actually meet in the middle of their guts one through their mouth and, <laughs> <through> their mouth.
2: <laughs> and it glows and it's just a big star <laughs> and you can
1: see it out of, like, their, out of their stomach out of their big fat and then Texas they, stomach and then they
2: fade away and the flag fills out the rest of the
1: star <laughs> and that's the uh, that, that's that's what we call the Texas nativity scene right there. Yep. Yeah, just two wise men fucking some fat dude, and they E.T. their dicks in the middle of their guts, and then uh, I don't even think we need to mention the rest of the story. What am going to go ahead and do anyway? Uh, uh, what happened in Texas? Okay, so here we go. Uh, guess what? Texas still doesn't like gay people, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this is actually from the U.S. House of Representatives. This is, uh, uh, oh, uh, Mr. This is in the second highest logistic
2: body of government in the United States. This is and this is just Louie Gomer who is actually
1: like obviously Louis Gomer. Oh Gomer doesn't it sound like he's <laughs> gonna talk about that? Louis Gomer. Oh jeez, I accidentally made it to US House of Representatives. <laughs> what am I gonna do now? Guess I get better get my foot out of this gator. Like, I don't know. That's what Louie Gomer sounds like. Oh shit. And
2: immediately go to the floor and uh uh essentially say we should not have gay people in space. Yeah, like I I love it. It's okay. Cuz that it, was okay, first of all, that was never an issue because no one has ever said we need to put more gay people in space. First of all, Nor okay, has gay, everyone like, cared the sexual orientation of an astronaut ever? No, no. I mean, not since they took out those 9 gay pilots of the Challenger.
1: Yeah, go no. the new conspiracy theory. <laughs> the, first, like, the
2: first gay astronauts were all on you, the Challenger. You're
1: like, oh fuck, they're all gay. Oh, let's just hit that button. You know, the oops button. A sniper in a Texas book depository <laughs> took that shuttle out I can get JFK and make it work. I can get you, motherfucker, and shot the Challenger down. Yeah, yeah, yeah take that, queers, and then fucking they. Yeah, and yeah. that's how the Challenger explosion happened. <laughs> Again, don't feel For- like I need to even finish this story. <laughs> <laughs> We've had two stories better than it already, but this is still a great story. I
2: believe that's how it went down, though. So, so,
1: so, no, re- really, what happened is, uh, uh this is this is a fucking Texas person? God damn it! Um, and they every once in a while, you you get a chance to just speak on the floor about shit, like with resolutions and declarations and whatnot, and be like, this is what I believe, etc. And uh, in this part of uh, his etc., Louis Gohmert's, um. Apparently, first of all, started by calling trans people perverse because, and apparently, the worry of trans people in bathrooms has spread so much that now we have to worry about space. Uh, so then he rallied against gay marriage for a while, uh, and then all of a sudden suggested that humanity shouldn't be faced with an Earth ending event because we're going to be at some point. We should definitely have Noah's Ark bang, 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 boop, boop, boom, boom pew, 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 pew. noah's ark type spaceship because that's what everybody we all know that when fucking, uh, 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 astrophysicists and rocket scientists base their engineering off of the goddamn Bible. Like, well, our other one works fine, but let's base it on Noah's Ark. You mean that big imaginary ship? Yeah, that one. That fit dinosaurs? That fucking thing, too. Whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> if we should ever get a Noah's Ark-type spaceship that could perpetuate the human race... No gays. ...but added that we should definitely not put gay people on the spaceship... Is Now, is he He using, did acknowledge the existence of dinosaurs. Is he using the <laughs> science... <laughs> Basis. He admitted of, dinosaurs. But is he using
2: the scientific basis that of we Noah's can only ark? fit so many people onto an ark? And that maybe they all should be a breeding ability? No. Was I'm, that an argument he was going for? Actually, that— we live in a day and age of insemination, so even a gay couple of female or male yeah, no, no, that can that,
1: contribute both eggs and sperm he, to perpetuate human race. He was sort of saying that. He's like, how many same-sex couples would you take from the animal kingdom, blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, just
2: uh, two. One, one gay couple and one lesbian if couple. If you were doing a uh, nose-art type situation. Well, yeah, and one trans couple and one— uh, Oh, my God. I forgot that episode we had a while back where we labeled, uh, we need one uh, zucchini we
1: have, couple. We have like a thousand of them. Yeah. Uh, we knew now when you've got like pup play folks, yep. uh, people who identify as puppies. But but yeah, I mean, okay. So, okay. Maybe if you were saying you could take one of each, like, uh, like a pair of each, because we all know that the factual Bible that uh, fit all these animals on a big boat one time, um, you know, did that. Then, okay, yeah, you would need a breeding couple, so they would actually be able to breed, right? Although, I gotta say, by the time we can make a Noah's Ark spaceship, maybe you could just, I don't don't know, never take anybody off and just ship a bunch of fucking organisms into space and AI, and it would, like, pretty much, we could leave our organic, shitty bodies behind. I'm pretty sure when we have Noah's Ark spaceship ability, we're gonna be able to just put, like, semen and a bunch of computers on a spaceship and, and find a planet. That does, because the other thing too is we're gonna have to fucking travel for a while. Like, it's not gonna be the same group. We're gonna need more than just one pair of fucking. Like, what if we get up there and a the guy's like, oh shit, my sperm died on the way up? He doesn't have any fucking sperm well, anymore. Well, I mean, well, She's gonna have to get fucked by one of these dinosaurs or something. But I mean, also, if like. She's gonna have to tear porn all over again.
2: If he wants Texas to build this thing and Texas is the launching point, I don't think gay couples are really gonna wanna get on a giant boat full of Texans.
1: First of all, I'm pretty sure if you said uh, free boat ride to outer space, uh, uh, courtesy of Texas, no gay or trans couples would get on that. Yeah, because they're assuming it's going straight to the fucking sun.
2: I mean, in my head, I'm just picturing this entire endeavor a lot like the movie Boat Trip. Uh, It's a movie (laughs) that very few people have probably watched. Thank you for bringing that up. But it's only
1: about eight or nine years old. One, one, I have seen it, and two... uh, I don't expect anybody else to have seen it. No, yeah.
2: but it's it's Cuba Gooding Jr. Exactly, yes. On a, a gay boat trip. And it's gay because it's a gay cruise. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, he pretends yeah. to be gay to be on it. And the movie is an abortion of an abortion of an abortion. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think the movie knew whether it was in a safe zone for human for – not not human rights, but gay rights or a not safe zone. Right. I don't yeah. think it had writers. I don't like, oh, I
1: think I think, like, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. wandered onto a gay cruise one time and somebody just happened to have they the just fucking camera. It? Yeah. It just filmed like, Yeah. And he's like, well, I guess this is who I am now. And it was like eight or nine years ago, let's, which was, it was just okay to do that Let's
2: remember, list. it's a movie that has gay jokes where he's into the girl and he's sitting next to her and she's showing him like a banana eating moment. It's a and horrible movie. And if you look movie. really carefully, the head, and I say head, the tip of the banana has been carved, Yeah. carved to, to look, look like the head the of a penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, most of us, nine, I'd say, 85% of the human race, knows that when you unpeel a banana, it doesn't come pre-carved in the shape of a circumcised penis. Well, oh,
1: I mean, you got like my personal chef does a lot of that stuff. I got some good money. But within
2: with the movie, they never address the fact that she peeled a banana shape and like it a was deck. shaped
1: like a circumcised penis. Luck, man. You know, it's like us getting two autographs out of the Bambox. She got a fucking pre uh, pre carved dick out of the and fucking an upgraded banana.
2: Lord of the Rings replica ring. It's yeah. not some fucking piece you of know what? shit piece of silver you kill a werewolf with.
1: Yeah. It's gold. We're, we'll die from a werewolf, gold. but I'll we'll die with my goddamn clutching that fucking ring in, in the palm of my hands.
2: And the werewolf goes to bite you. The ring goes in its mouth. It burns its
1: head and dies. And it goes, Everything's wrong. It was gold all along. Did you mean to like uh, rhyme that? It sounded beautiful though. Everything's, bro. I've been watching a lot of MTV recently, so I feel I feel like I'm just more
2: clever than I should be. Okay, yeah. I've been watching Scream on MTV. The, the TV show Scream.
1: TV show Scream.
2: Based on the movie Scream. Based on the movie Scream.
1: By Wes Craven. By Wes Craven. Mm. Not ringing a bell.
2: Okay, fair enough. But if anyone out there is on the fence about watching Scream on MTV, I actually am. I, show, I am. Although I, 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 I am obsessed with it and not, cannot stop marathoning it. Not because it's
1: it. a. Not because it's an MTV show. Because MTV actually has had some damn good shows in the past. So.
2: Unlike Teen Wolf, which is an MTV show that apparently is an abortion of an abortion of an abortion, as I've heard.
1: It, it was one more abortion than Boat Trip.
2: It was. Yeah,
1: it's like somebody took Boat Trip and aborted. I am boat so trip. going home
2: and watching Boat Trip
1: tonight. You know what? I think here's here's the thing: is everybody got to okay, come over and watch Boat Trip? Everybody yeah. should should definitely watch. You know all your things. Watch From, Cuban Gooding Jr. pretending to be gay that, to
2: get a girl on a boat trip for gay people. Would eats a there's a banana. He okay, it's so someone bad. Someone jerks it's off at so a porthole and it hits someone else in the head.
1: The thing is, so, like especially in this day and age, but even then, I remember watching it being like, uh, like this everything day and age. The it. movie's like nine years old. No, but like I said, like in this day and age like there's been a lot that's happened in nine years like for like for like understanding like where it existed
2: when tumblr existed
1: yeah that that breaks my brain and boat trip still exists
2: boat trip existed originally when tumblr originally existed like the two shouldn't be able to exist in the same continuity of time and space yeah but
1: but that's what i mean it's like when you watch it just think this is not something from the 1950s folks this is this is is, like somebody made this in like like nine eight nine years ago and (laughs) thought it was funny with every and things are not oh my god no it's bad it's bad
2: i just hope that cuba gooding jr got over whatever addiction he had at the time that really needed all of his money
1: Which I think was actually what happened, right? Just gay sex. He just wanted. Didn't he like really get in trouble like like uh, like drug addiction and stuff like that? Or maybe I'm thinking. Or maybe I'm just thinking of the fact that he was playing in that uh, show with Ben Stiller and Ben Stiller. But hey, hey, if
2: you like uh, Horatio Sands and helicopters. That has it. It has it all, dude.
1: I've been watching uh, um, Horatio Sanz's
2: Helicopter old, Hour. Old, no, it's old, my uh, it's my favorite documentary series. It's old. how Horatio Sanz invented the helicopter, <laughs> and took the money around. from it, did acting classes, and became a star.
1: I like I like Horatio Sanz. I like Upright Citizens Brigade. Boom! I've been watching that. I, a I love
2: his helicopter lessons. I watch him on YouTube. <laughs> he did that stuff. too. I mean, he literally I- will tell you how to do a corkscrew upside down inverse selfie on a helicopter. Was he SNL? He was, I want to say Mad TV. I thought I
1: wanted to say Mad TV too. You know. He, he wasn't both, was he? He's not Bobby Moynihan. But I mean, no, he was. Which is,
2: which is he also was also Horatio Sands, but for SNL.
1: But he was Upright Citizen Brigade first, which is where I know him from originally. <laughs> Who wasn't? Amy Poehler was.
2: I know, everyone was. And the,
1: Yeah, well, four people were, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then a bunch of people after that too. There was like, but the, uh, I, I, I uh, tried a uh, trial of CISO. Uh, and, uh, which has the new UCB Presents, which is pretty much just the main UCB people in- introducing new comedians and stuff at the UCB Theater. But, um, it's good, but then I went on uh, that uh, the app that you told me about on um, on the, the the Fire Stick.
2: Edge my stick. The, the edge of my stick. I'm on the edge of my stick right now. The, the, the on the Fire Stick there. The, the one that starts with the Fire K. Stick.
1: The the <laughs> chaos or whatever the fuck it was. Cody. Cody. There we go. Um, so on Cody, I, I found all the. Uh, original Upright Citizen Brigade episodes. Ooh, that's actually
2: yet. a good idea to do yeah. that. I've been yeah. finding that on I mean, Cody... quality,
1: because they're hard to find, like... But like, you can't even find So many of our anywhere. listeners are yeah. lost
2: as shit yeah. right now. But yeah, on Cody, I actually found all the old children's hospitals, yep. which you can't stream anywhere.
1: You can stream the first couple seasons on Hulu, and that's it. And then they stop. Yep. So, like, no, you can stream seasons every three through, season. like, seven or, or six or whatever Speaking it is. of which, oh, yeah. I am so sad
2: children's hospital ended.
1: That was one of the greatest fucking coolest shows. It was. It won yeah.
2: so many awards. So many Oscars. It's so funnies. whatever the award is you give to 10-minute comedies about hospitals that are fake. I think they it's def- called the, the They definitely take
1: place in Brazil. I think it's called the Children's Comedy Award, yeah.
2: Now, um, I guess we're going to go out right now on yeah, this week's it. show by, once again, shouting out Bambox. Thank you very much for our uh, box this month. Uh, we're going to have a fun time fighting over how to divvy all of that up. And once again, if you go to the thelostodonepodcast.com and you find the Bambox box banner at the top of the page, you can click on it and it'll bring you to their site where you can see this month's theme, which is the 80s. There are approximately 18 days left in this month's subscription. If you use subscription code LAH10 at checkout, you get 10% off the box. And if you're as lucky as we were, you'll get an upgraded box. Or a one-up box, and uh, wow, like, you will get double autographs or a special upgraded item. Uh, there was also, and we forgot to mention it, uh, if you watched on Periscope, you probably saw us, like, shift the card to the side. But there was also a specific two-subscribers contest where you go to a specific website, right, and yeah. you can put your name in. And this month, it was to win a mask of Iron Spider-Man from Civil War, uh, a replica of his mask, signed by Stan Lee. Now, they're all about hooking us up with like the most famous of the most famous. and You've heard of other subscription boxes where they're like, we could throw in a a one-off Funko Pop or a t-shirt made by this obscure design company. This is actually a company that's hooked in with Tony Todd from uh, Children of uh, the Corn. No, I'm kidding. Candyman. <laughs> Candyman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and My yeah. brain literally did a weird brain yeah. like, yeah. hit. Children of the there. Hospital. <laughs> That's what it got me. It was Children's <laughs> Hospital. But like from The Flash and uh, other artists who do uh, original artwork and then sign it. And then uh, replicas, like actual Hollywood replicas. Uh, we got the Lord of the Rings ring in 18 karat gold. Uh, Previous months had a replica of the Batarang From previous Batman films Made of actual steel Like these are really high quality items Previous months have had a the Jason Mass from Halloween. Uh, signed by the first. Friday. Oh, my God. My you God. Are so out my of it, dude. Brain is breaking. <laughs> no, from Friday the 13th. Signed Quit. by Quit. the Quit. first Jason <laughs> Voorhees. And I'm go. sure Bandbox is listening right now to figure out what their sponsorship is we buying.
1: we <laughs> we get the pug pulled right there. At
2: this point, we'd like to say in every Bandbox comes an autograph <laughs> dildo. By, uh, Tactical <laughs> difficulties? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so besides that, you can find us on Twitter at the Lost at Home. That's at, where uh, I'm at.
1: I'm at Sonic Jalopy, and all again, once again, next week, look for an at Sonic Jalopy song uh, with my buddy uh, Mike uh, making fun of the thing I said you shouldn't make fun of earlier in the episode. Um, and uh,
2: you can also find myself at uh, Tears for Candy on Twitter. That's my personal account that has almost no followers because I just use it for my own personal needs. And I'm also on Instagram at uh, Legend Tripper with oh, yeah. an underscore in the middle.
1: And you can find—I uh, mean, pretty much if you—I uh, say Sonic Jalopy on Twitter, but uh, You're you can look cool. for you me at everywhere. Sonic Jalopy anywhere you find Sonic Jalopy is generally me. Uh, SoundCloud got some stuff on there, and uh, Instagram. So that's music. And then Instagram, picture-y type stuff, my art, and then Twitter. Uh, every once in a while, I fart around to do that. And uh, our boy, uh, Dingo Droppings, uh, that's uh, Bruce Bruce, so at Dingo Droppings on Twitter. You, him can, as well, so. you, you can find he's me. He's at- on a princess cruise. He's about to head back to uh, the wasteland of uh, Australia, so maybe he won't be on there for a little while. But uh, he's looking forward to getting in touch with you all. So.
2: You can also find me at uh, at petboy.org. Um, I, I don't do anything really there but if you type in uh, uh, uh zebra dog yeah.
1: is that you that, that you're Z- the zebra
2: dog at petboy.org it's some it's some pretty racist shit okay that's you though <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so so okay we're gonna give the go on the show how, how do you want to do this uh scott i've got two two options for you um i was talking about the south uh texas and i don't want to go out on a texas song but i want to go out on on, on a south song do you want to go out oh on, really do you want to go out on alabama or georgia
2: Ooh, I was, got, gonna, I was gonna say can we go out on that i'm a robot song
1: uh where are they from <sighs>
2: fuck if i know the the gay arc that texas won't build
1: or bauer bauer that was a pretty cool song too i don't know man what's the what's the i'm a robot song where are they from no no don't know
2: we're in the middle of the show. I'm not going to look up where they're from. Like, if we had three other hosts and we could, like, do, like, <laughs> like round robin discussion. At an or something like yeah, that. exactly. Okay, like,
1: well, well, let's just say they're from Texas, but I think they're from Los Angeles. We're going to go out on I'm a Robot. And, uh, but this, that's for this week. Next week, we're going to go out on a special Pet Boys. Uh, Pup Boys. Not Pet Boys. That yeah, we are not
2: sponsored by Pet Boys. No, no.
1: Pup. Pup Boys. Whether they week. dress as
2: dogs on their off time or not.
1: Next week is Pup Boys. This week it's I'm a Robot. They are not from Georgia or Alabama or Texas, but just pretend Here's they are and enjoy what the, the fuck they By the way, I enjoy the same thing.
0: No. <laughs>